episode of 2019, the final episode of this decade. What? Like, when did this happen? When, when, when did it become like a few days to 2020? I just, I, I don't understand. I know everyone says that, but I really can't wrap my head around it. Now, before we get into the final episode of the year, I want to thank our sponsor, CBD for Life, which is our sponsor for the next several episodes. As I mentioned, I'm so excited to be partnering with CBD for Life. As I said in the last episode, I think it was, my anxiety has been like a pain in my rear end lately. I don't know what's going on, but um, it's been nice having these CBD products that I get to try. So if you haven't heard of CBD for Life, they're an incredible brand, female founded and operated. All their products are free of GMOs, parabens, artificial coloring. They're all third party tested for purity and potency. No THC detected in any of their products. And they just have so many products to choose from and just so many different options and flavors. They have this rub that is amazing. It comes in lavender and lemongrass. And I'm trying to, and I think then they're just their original flavoring, but I love lavender. Lavender is so calming for me. So that's a great one. I also love their roll-on oil. That's the one I mentioned a couple episodes ago. Matthews had like, um, had like a neck thing or something and he used that, the lavender one at night before bed and that helped him so much. Um, they just, I mean, they really have like an endless amount of products. They have face cream and foot cream and everything is just really good quality and I also really just love their packaging if I'm being honest so if you're in the market to look for some CBD products for the new year definitely check out CBD for life their website is cbdforlife.us and if you shop definitely use my code hashtag no filter for 20% off your order all right let's get into this episode the last episode of the year so I started, I don't know if all of you know, but I started Hashtag No Filter in January of 2018. So we're coming up on two years next month, which is mind-blowing to me. It has been so much fun, and it has been such an incredible, I'm not going to go all Chris Harrison on you and say journey, but it has been such an incredible couple years doing this. And I just, and I have you to thank for it. And I, I just really, like, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you so much so much for listening, for subscribing, for, you know, commenting and liking and engaging on Instagram and social media and leaving ratings and reviews and, and everything that you've done, whether it be just listen to one episode or have listened to all of them since day one, it really does mean the world to me. I absolutely love doing this and I truly hope that it is bringing value and bringing laughs and bringing, um, you know, topics to you to think about and for you to, and, and my hope is that these topics and these conversations resonate with you and, and of course make you laugh and smile, but also for you to be sitting there while you're listening and saying, oh my gosh, me fucking too. Like that happened to me as well. Like, yes, I'm not alone in this. I mean, the whole point of hashtag no filter from day one has been to bring you raw, real, unfiltered conversations with inspiring, successful, funny, kick-ass men and women from everywhere, all different backgrounds, all different careers, you know, from, from reality stars to comedians to actors to entrepreneurs to bloggers to mothers to and, and everything in between. And the goal has really just been to bring you those conversations to, to allow people to get real, to get vulnerable, and to, to have those conversations and to talk about those things that sometimes you don't always talk about or think it's okay to talk about. And really, just lift that veil on uh, lift the curtain on um you know a more unfiltered authentic life and that is my hope you know from my instagram my my instagram rants and everything 
that I talk about on Instagram, which is sometimes a whole lot of nothing, uh, is just really to lift that, to lift that cover, to lift that veil, um, and really take a look to really have an unfiltered look, an unfiltered lens into life. And I just really hope you've been enjoying these episodes. I, I love when I hear from you and you say like, Oh my God, like that totally resonated with me or, Oh my gosh, I fucking love whoever was on the last podcast. You know, it just means so much to me and I couldn't be doing it without all of you. And I do have goals and dreams and plans for this podcast. Um, and the more you engage with the content, whether on social media or the podcast, leave ratings, leave reviews, listen, subscribe, download, the more you do that, the more I'm able to do more with this, to get more sponsors, which helps fund this to allow me to get, you know, to do more live events and live shows, which I do want to do several more of in 2020 and to get bigger guests on and, and to really just keep doing this for you. So again, this was, that was a really long thank you. Um, but I, I just want to make sure you understand how much I appreciate you, each and every one of you for listening and for supporting. It really, it does mean the absolute world to me. And I just, I thank you so, so much. So for this final episode of 2019, of 2019, I am doing, I'm not having a guest on it. I am doing a, um, a year, a kind of like a year in review. It has been a year. 2019 had 40 episodes, 40 hashtag no filter episodes, 2,374 minutes of content. Yes, I added that up. 39 guests, way too many bottles of wine to count, endless laughs, countless conversations and questions. And it's just been so much fun, so much fucking fun. And uh, so this episode is a kind of a year in review recap. I'm sharing a one minute highlight from each episode of the year of the 40 episodes. And I just think it'll be a little uh, fun trip down memory lane. So I, I wish you guys happy, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Annika. Happy Kwanzaa. Is that what you say? Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, happy all the things. Merry everything. And uh, happy new year. I hope you have an incredible one. I hope your year ended on a high note and I hope it starts just as high, not high like marijuana I'm talking high like high note like like in a great like in a great way I hope it starts in a great place um all right without further ado oh my god this is my last intro of 2019 oh my god I feel like a little emotional about it I'm not gonna cry but I do feel a little emotional about this um anyway so here it is without further ado let's get into it the final episode of hashtag no filter of 2019 episode 63 here we go Episode 22 with Grace Atwood of the Stripe and Bad on Paper podcast. So then back to what you share. Well, back to kind of the not sharing boyfriends and whatnot. What is your advice for dating? And it doesn't have to just be in yeah. New York, but everywhere. Because I know you have talked openly about yeah, dating yeah. and stuff, not necessarily a specific person. How, yeah, what's your advice? I would say, first of all. I'm pouring more wine. I feel like it's yeah. a good time to pour more wine. Don't, <laughs> don't get too hung up on it because, and don't take it too seriously. Right. Because every one it's a whole new world like the apps have changed everything you have to just like have a little fun with it like meet as many people mm -hmm. as possible like you know i'm 37 years old and i still don't really know what i want right. like do right. we, do any of us really no and it's always want? changing if it's you do know changing. so <laughs> yeah so meet as many people as possible don't take it too seriously mm -hmm. don't get hung up on one person like last year i, I went out on this guy like 
well, I went out with this guy only like four times, but and I didn't know what breadcrumbing was until more recently. But what he is t- breadcrumbing? It's when you like dole out little crumbs to like make somebody like make sure that someone kind of like stays in your back pocket. Episode 23 with Alyssa Amoroso of Publicity and the Publicity Podcast. Yes. Right, right, right. Because in my older age, I've started to get a little more like in my shell, whereas in my earlier 20s, yep. I was like the loud party yep, girl. Yep. And now I'm like, I'd rather be like sipping wine on the couch. 100%. That's you what get I, it. I was yeah. just telling Grace that when we were talking, I was like, I've become such a homebody. I yes. used to go out five, six nights a week meeting guys, you know, I mean, I'm married now, but yeah, like, yeah. I'm single. And I, but now, even if I wasn't married, I love, I love being home and drinking. Exactly. Exactly. So part of me is like, maybe I do need someone that like takes me out of my shell a little Mm -hmm. bit now that I'm different than I used to be. Exactly. So maybe my type's not the same. So I don't know. So, but but maybe that's good because now that's opening this like whole new can of men. Like there's a whole, like I feel like now the world is your oyster sort of. Yeah. Because you're open to these other, like do you, so do you mostly meet guys on Hinge and that setups, like do people set you up a lot or? No one's ever set me up. Oh my God. I want to. I love setting people up. I don't understand. I'm like, where are these men? No. Oh my God. I love. Isn't that so weird? Yes. I, um, one of the people, one of the couples I set up, they have a baby and another on the way. Hello. I know. Well, because. (laughs) This is the thing. Every like a lot of the new friends that I meet will have great boyfriends, and I'll be like, "What about your boyfriend's friends?" Episode twenty four with celebrity hairstylist Bradley Erian. Flat out, I don't want syphilis. I'm a bit of a germaphobe, so. But what if they? But they might not not have syphilis. Well, not according to the New York Times. (laughs) There was an article out (laughs) that said that the highest rate of syphilis in the United States is in Chelsea. In New York City. Seriously? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So that was pretty much the end of my dating spree because... Okay. Um, fair, fair enough. You know, I... Chelsea's what? You know, Fifth Avenue to the West Side Highway from like, what, 28th right. Street down <laughs> to down 14th street, street. Right. 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 We're down the street right Should now. Should we go there right now? S- <laughs> no, because I don't want syphilis. <laughs> I'm terrified of it. You know, so, I don't want syphilis for you. I mean, I yeah, don't, I don't no, want no, that. No, 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 no. Um, okay, so no syphilis. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, but but like an older, hot, rich yeah, man. Episode twenty-five with award-winning wedding planner Sarah Lowell. Thanks for this advice, Sarah. But I'm going to go with this person on Pinterest who's a complete stranger. <laughs> so you know, people do that though. So what would you say um, along the lines of like? Not worse, but okay. More like what? What's a, a terrible wedding trend that's happened in your time that you're like, <laughs> it's just the worst. I think a trend that I absolutely never want to see again. Can I curse? Are you kidding? I say yeah. fuck every yeah. minute. <laughs> Please curse. Fucking Pinterest signs. Oh yeah. Take so- a side, not a fucking room. <laughs> Whoever you're here for, the bride and groom. Or like the the tears with the... signs that are like, no, the ring bearer comes out with a sign that's like, here comes the bride, run. It's like, this is not cute. So you just have never been into that? I was never Never. into the Pinterest thing. You don't plan Pinteresty weddings, though. I didn't plan do-it-yourself Mason Star wedding. Right, right. But somehow it spilled over into the high-end wedding clientele. Episode 26 with David Ravitz of The Bachelorette. 
kind of wanted to, you do Bachelorette to do Paradise. And are you going to do any other Bachelor franchise or any reality shows ever? No, if the opportunity's there, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, At this point, I'm focusing on my business career. career. Right. uh, (laughs) In school, learning a lot. And, uh, you know, looking for an internship. But what if they ask you to be The Bachelor? I would never do that. Really? Yeah. No? Can't you would have that. 25 women to choose from. Yeah, but there's like something fundamental about like dating multiple people at once. That's <laughs> like just like not, weird to Like me. it's frowned upon. <laughs> yeah, like in Mexico, that was like one of the things that I really struggled with was just, you know, having to potentially balance multiple relationships at once and yeah. meeting different people at once. Yeah. And, you know, I said to Chelsea, I was like, look, I, I, I like you. Like you're yeah. really cool. And, you know, I'm putting all, I understand I'm putting all my eggs in one basket. Right. If it doesn't work between us, it doesn't work all. And then, right. That was it. You weren't planning on, like, hopping around. No, like, fundamentally, I'm not a player. Right. That's just not you. Oh, that's, he's nice, guys. He's nice. I tried. I tried to be. Episode 27 with Dr. Brittany Barreto. But back to the sex thing, the science, but you said, so, I, I, again, not a science person. Like, I probably (laughs) failed it in high school. I don't even know. So when you're attracted to someone, like, like when the sex is good, is that because of the pheromones? A, a lot of times, yes. At least the first time. So I mean, sex can get improved with communication, right? Right. You know, whatever. But uh, that that initial like your energy aura shifts Everything. when somebody walks in the room. That is biology. That's biology. You know, that is biology. That is um, love at first sight. Is uh, essentially you smelling someone's pheromones from across the room, and we don't know that we're smelling each other's pheromones, right? It's not a smell. It's It's not not like a perfume, right? So if someone walks in the room, you'll smell their pheromones unconsciously, and you'll turn to them, and your brain will release oxytocin and adrenaline, and that, to us, is love at first sight. Wow. And so your palms will start to get... Yes. Episode 28 with Carrie Colbert of CarrieColbert.com. You also just can't give what you don't have. And and when there's a disconnect between your kind of internal self and what you're projecting out there, it's going to catch up with you, right? That's a dangerous place to live when you're putting a message out into Mm -hmm. the world that you yourself aren't abiding by, living by. So anyway, I think that's important for any leader out there. I mean, more than just, you know, influencers or bloggers or really anyone. Like anytime you sense that like what you're – preaching doesn't match up with what you're practicing right. I mean you really need to pause and kind of reset so yes. those can align better because your your authenticity is what people are they want authentic they want realness and so yeah. that, that needs to be there and yeah. they're not feeling connected how can you do it absolutely so how so now we're past the hump mm-hmm. of hell, hell yeah. and, and the, uh, the worst of times and best of times and worst of times but how has it been I mean you're running your own business you are also um, very involved with Packed Party, which um, she's explain what you do with them before we okay, keep going. So. Episode 29, Ashley Rose of Sugar and Cloth. Yeah, we were oh like hitting Tiffany's. And so it was, but I think like, I think that's why when people say like, hey, do you feel like you, you've been really successful in, in something? Yes, in the sense that like we hustled and made it through. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, in that way. But not in the sense of like, I remember that day like it was yesterday, you know. And, so, and but I also feel like well, that humbles you, that keeps you kind of grounded. Yeah, I would, I mean, yeah, yeah. But I, and I also feel like, especially when there's like in what we do, there's so many bloggers in the sea. Then mm-hmm. I'm like, if we don't stay on our toes, like that could be us again. And I don't think yeah. we forget that. Right. So it's scary. I mean, that's super and scary. and it wasn't your situation. Wasn't you know? I know there's some you know bloggers, and of course you never know what goes on behind closed doors where they 
one day to the next, it's literally an overnight success. Like they got written up in one thing. That wasn't you. I mean, you were, you hustled. Yeah, no, we never, I mean, I I feel like a lot of people ask me like, what tips do you have for success? And I I always say, I did as much as I could to get in front of as many people. Episode 30, Jackie London of Weight Watchers and previously Good Housekeeping. In terms of willpower, because that, for me personally, we're just going to, I'm going to be selfish here and talk about me. No, I say like, I don't have the willpower. Like I'll be sitting down, um, watching TV or something, right. or and I just want to pick at something. You're saying it's it's not. It's more that I wasn't satisfied for my earlier. Yes, n- and it's not eating. to devalue the fact that that like for a lot of people, and this is totally this is 100% something that requires validation, yeah. which is that like that is totally true for some people. If if a bowl of torti- tortilla chips <laughs> were to be in front of you, I'm like, how do you? Yeah. That's it. It's fine. Whatever works. We're drinking wine. It might have gotten to us already. It's wonderful. Um, But if you've got like a bowl of chips in front of you, there's definitely something to that. That's not to say that like you should just, you know, have all the food around you 100% of the time if you personally feel like that's not something that you can do, uh, you know, without feeling a little bit of anxiety. But where do you start with that? Because the thing is, Episode 31, Jordan Jones of Packed Party. Crying at work and not that I do really cry at work because I, there's a lot to celebrate and not that it's okay if you do cry at work, do whatever you need to do. But um, for me, like I try not to be emotional at the office because we, we just have so much to do. And when I'm emotional personally, everybody's a little bit different, but like it sets me back for the whole day. Mm -hmm. I I struggle to get over it. I just want to like sit there and fester and like what I'm dealing with. So I'm like, okay, I'll deal with that when I get home and I'll compartmentalize. So first and foremost, saying to myself, like, okay, it's not normal that I'm like clenching my cheeks all day and I have a hip problem now. And I, I need to just sort of release and let go. So started going to Chick-fil-A and like crying in my <laughs> Like car. actually? Yeah. Oh, I'm talking like heavy cry in the bag of fries. Well, the waffle fries are like gone, but like bag grating. Oh, did it help though? Like did, yeah, did it, it helped. It really helped, which is hilarious. Like looking back, <laughs> I haven't done that probably in like six months. Knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. They call them Chick-fil-A cries. Oh, um, but sometimes you have to let it out. Yes. Well, Chick-fil-A was like the closest. Episode 32, Julianne Oshiro, a.k.a. Jewel the Bee of JewelTheBee.com. And I want to say right here, stay tuned in 2020 because the bee and me will be doing lots of things in 2020. Stay tuned. Very excited for it. World. So how do you balance I all don't. that? You don't. There no, is no, there's no uh, bad. I mean, you do the best you can do. It's, it's, it's throwing the blender on and forgetting to put the lid on. Have there's shit that? all over the ceiling. All day, it happens every day. You wake up with yeah. the best of intentions. And you wake up, right. you know, you wake up with the list in front of you in the most beautiful script yeah. on your, go- on your most gorgeous stationery, And it goes, yes. to it goes to shit. You throw really. the blender on and you forget to put the lid on and it's all over the ceiling and then you're every single the day ceiling. yeah you do it every single yeah. day so it's a, it, when people talk about like work-life balance and managing it all you're, they're you're, full, of shit. full of shit or they don't have kids or they don't that's that could that or they don't have kids right, right i didn't know madden right. was gonna wake up this morning and want to break day from skiing yeah, Who why, the fuck knew that was going to happen? So I hope he's skiing now. He's skiing, of course. But you but had a deal. You you were there. You you have to deal and you and you have to be soft in your yeah, approach, yeah. hopefully, much of the time. And motherhood comes first for me. And right. their needs come first. And at the same time, 
Episode 33, PR powerhouse KJ Blattenbauer. Yes, you could go on the Today Show tomorrow yeah. and an hour later you could have 30,000 orders for something, but you better have your back end shit together to be able to produce those 30,000 orders or you have just wasted your best opportunity. I have had clients, I have a client um, now, she is a wedding officiant and helps plan weddings. We did, um, I, I introduced her to a free resource we can talk about later called Haro, and she submitted an inquiry around the royal wedding, went to bed with $500 in her bank account, her business bank account, submitted a quote to Haro, woke up the next morning and she was in 24 of the top wedding outlets. She had $5,500 in her bank account from people who had booked services with her through her online system. Um, and oh. she is still writing press from that. And the Royal wedding was a while ago, but wow. so, like it can happen, but it takes, you know, she had to prepare what she was going to say. She had to plan right. for it. And then just when she had given up, that's when it kind of takes place. So I think for most people, episode 34, Ingrid Dilla Marchetti of simply Inulin and the method. Not going to be a ballet dancer. Right. Um, and also scoliosis, but that's another story. Oh. Um, and so I became so in tune with like, okay, wait a second. So when you put your body under stress, whether it is with food or deducting food out of your diet or calorie deficit or very, very heavy physical activity, you lose your period. Yeah. This is something that stayed with me my whole life. Obviously, you know, I had children, so I was no longer worried about being, you know, fertile or right. anything like that. But coming into this business, I started to look at it from that standpoint, like started to work with women, coming to me saying, I don't understand. I was doing cross training. I've been going to boot camp, something that is really popular in the south of France because of all the outdoors opportunities that you have to like literally go to boot camp outdoors by the sea. It's gorgeous. Right. And all these women were coming to me like I was the last thing they were willing to try short of ex exorcism to finally get the body they wanted. They yeah. tried everything, diet, boot camps, cross training, you name it, everything. you know, yeah. spinning, everything. And so I started to look at it and go, okay, I think we're looking at this whole thing the wrong way because I. Episode 35, Shane Shannon. So if you're with, if you're with a girl, not this last one, just in general, if you're with a girl, girls with a guy, um, and they ask you, like, I guess the question is, at what point can they ask you, like, what we are? Is that a turnoff? Let's say you slept together. Like, when should that conversation come No, up? this is a good question. I've thought about, I actually thought about this this week. Um, no, I've I thought about, um, th this came up, a hypothetical scenario came up in my head, uh, you know, with myself. And, and when is it appropriate to ask yeah. that and when you should? Like defining the relationship. And, and I actually anticipated this question being asked <laughs> tonight. Um, and I had an answer prepared. And that is, you you know. You, you should know, and you should when you do know, you're comfortable enough to bring that up with that person. They make you feel comfortable enough to ask something like that because that is a big question. It's a, it's a moving question. Like you can right. really wake somebody up or open the other person's eyes up. Right. Well, and, and depending on the response, it kind of can be very telling. It can, it can, make, it can be the end or uh, the beginning uh, of it, everything. Right. Episode 36, Meredith Staggers of Cake and Confetti. There's been shit that, you know, and I, what are you going to do? It, like, it kills me. Like, I get, when people unsubscribe from my MailChimp emails, oh my I'm personally offended. We talked about this at lunch the other oh, day. Yeah, we did. And you were like, 
you can't look at them. And I was like, no, yeah, I don't send like, emails anymore because of that. No, it's really, it's really, no, I, like, I get I, really personally like, offended. What? Like, just delete the email. Don't unsubscribe. It's rude. And especially so if they were like, email, we never subscribe to this or we never, like, I, mean, I, I don't like reasons. this content. Fuck them. Like, yeah, mm. no, I, but I, you, it's hard yeah. to not take it to heart, but it sounds like you have, you might get a little emotional. You might have your yeah. thing, but then you just move past it. Yeah. Like it, I mean, it's, you just have to because, because otherwise, it's you just, otherwise you're just gonna be like closed off and jaded, and you're only gonna share like the pretty stuff. And I feel like nowadays, like that doesn't cut it. Like no, no. one just wants like the pretty, like Not beautiful, like stylized stuff. Right, They're like, right. hey, like like I'm over here like freaking like swimming upstream mm -hmm. and like you seem like episode 37 Laura Max Rose of look ma no hands podcast oh yeah yeah yeah. I am um, like this is the this is my job right now um and like that's what I, I know that it needs to be in order for me to yeah. stay sane yeah. like me staying sane is the most important thing to me and I'm just yeah. like taking making absolutely sure that I stay sane and if, <laughs> if staying sane means having a glass of wine by yourself on the porch at whatever time you, whatever you can time. Do that. right absolutely. I mean whatever works yeah but you have to because I mean even with or without a child if you're not taking care of yourself how are you supposed to show up to these other relationships and if a mother that job of being a mother I mean yeah I, yeah I mean how do you how, how, how it's not possible right it's not possible. something's gonna sink if exactly. you don't take care of yourself no exactly and so you so every kind of you make sure that every part of your life with you and Ben yourself personally alone is all taken care of how amazing to know that this time around like, do you so wish like I mean you can't go back it doesn't matter but first yeah. time around sure. I mean I wish I could have gone like back and said guess what Laura Selma's not going to be a newborn for very long and this mm -hmm. is the only time Episode 38, Marla Murphy of the Blonde Pantry. That first trimester made me realize like how out of control mm -hmm. I was about to be <laughs> and yeah. how much I, which from being a control freak, like someone who's like very OCD about, about my job. Yeah. Um, that was like very scary. Yeah. So because we, you, I mean, it was quite, you had to adapt to this like new normal. Right. And you, I you had to let go of to like everything. Yeah. Cause almost. what do you, you, what are you going to do? I right. mean, and, and now you're, cause you work, obviously you work on weekends a lot, but now you're trying to work five cause you were working seven days a week, but now you try to take a couple days, right? Yeah, for yourself. Yeah. Like currently right now. Well, and honestly right now I've really backed off to where uh, yeah. I'm, I'm working, but I'm trying to mainly work from home right. or as needed with like little pop-ins here and there right. because um like I'm not gonna have a nanny <laughs> right <laughs> so, so you gotta get into a new so, routine girl right, like so my biggest goal was to get the kitchen operating yep. and get the business operating and get everyone where they needed to be with their checklist and so episode 39 with Elisa Licht of leave your mark podcast and leave your mark book I think there absolutely is work-life balance <laughs> if you are if you are disciplined to make sure that there is work-life balance. Right. Okay. Um, you know, I think I think I think you have to you have to make time for yourself or you're no good to anyone. Right. Like if you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to show up to anyone else? <laughs> is what I feel. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Even, even if you're your own brand, right? Like I feel like there's always time in the day to whether it's going to a gym class or meeting a friend for a coffee or drink, right? There's always time. You can make the time. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, absolutely. And I also think, you know, especially, you know, as a mom, I have two kids. I have a 14 year old son and 11 year old daughter. Like you know, they, they need me too. Yeah. So it's not just making time for me, it's making time for them and my, my husband, you right. know, I mean, obviously 
Um, and, um, and Teddy Lick. Episode 40 with Erica Weinberg of Sweetie's Bake Shop. And I'm they sure. love their mommy, um, you know, owns a bakery and they know it, they understand it. Yeah. I take them there. Um, and, and how cool yeah. is that? Like mommy owns a bakery and I get to eat sweets. Like, obviously this is cool. It's so cool. And they know it's cool. And, right. and it's fun. Like, you know, I'll pick up when I pick up kids from school, you know, I'll have a treat for all of them in the car. And they're, like it's, it's, it's given me sort of a new, you know, I, I almost do it so that they're proud of me. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. So, I mean, I know at the beginning we were talking about it, but now really in terms of like work-life balance, I mean, it's, is it just an amazing balance right now? Like you're just, you've like, you're in, you, you have your stride. What is it? Like you hit your stride. Like you, it's kind of just all, it's all clicking. Yeah. Like it's- almost a little surreal because I just feel like I hit my groove right now yeah and we you know I'm I'm like have everything really nicely balanced that being said I always episode 41 Jamie Kolnick of Jam with Jamie like what I gathered from this is one like how much I put my soul into yep. this company it's a baby but I also realized like I let it pick me up on this like ride at times because like nothing else on that during that week put me on the floor crying right but like when Even things are your out of your right. control yep. and like that's what it is just sucks because there's nothing you could really do it you're making the phone call you're doing what you can but you're, you're doing what fair. you can I'm actually my operating manager was doing everything like she was amazing but like it's it, it was a real lesson for me to be like okay let's put this into perspective for a second okay like, and I have my palm yeah, in yeah. my forehead. I wish I had because... like a camera. I'd be filming you right now. Her hands like, let's, hand. like let's, yeah. let's put this into perspective, yeah. right? Like we, as business owners, again, shit is going to happen. Mm-hmm. How do we handle those moments and not let them rip us apart, but do what we need to do to, to get through it and talk to our clients off a ledge? Episode 42, Rachel Tenenbaum of I Am Living. No, and it's, it's. It's both, so it depends upon the perspective that you're coming from, right? Um, And this leans into part of what we're, you know, what we wanted to chat about today. But when you come from like, oh, I know this is no filter, so I guess yeah, go for it. But like, oh fuck, like oh fuck, like that exists. It's like no, I'd rather just shut that Pandora box because I don't even want to look at it. Yes, when ignore it exactly, you can ignore it, but then it's going to actually rule your life, right? Right. And I love Carl Jung. He has a phenomenal quote that says, "Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life, and you will call it fate." That's a good one. Yeah. And oh, so, that is good. Yeah. Until you make the unconscious conscious, yeah, it will direct your life and you'll call it fate. Like it's, it's because I was just about to say it and repeating it back, but it's really, even if you're not consciously thinking about it, it's there and it's going to like almost like nag at you. Right. right. So you think that you close that box yes. and you're not going to deal yes. with it and you're going to put it underneath, you know, the bed. Right. But it's going to impact your dreams. It's going to uh-huh. impact your ways of being. It's always there. Yeah. So whether you admit it or you don't admit it, it's always in the space. Episode 43, Courtney Elmer of Courtney Elmer Coaching. I don't even have the words because it's like I just feel the emotion coming yeah. from my body right now. Or it's yeah. like I'm just even trying to put it into words. But it's like, you know, to really change the status quo in our culture mm-hmm. and to teach people about their emotions mm-hmm. because we're not taught about this. Nope. <laughs> like we are not taught growing up how to feel things. Right. We're taught to avoid it 
we're taught to pacify it. Yeah. You know, we're given ice cream when we're crying yeah. because, <laughs> well, it's going to make you happy, you know? And so then we spend our lives chasing after these things to make us happy when really all it is is just getting present to and becoming yeah. aware of and accepting, accepting. our emotions mm-hmm. and who we've been created to be. Right. And not pushing it under the rug, not ignoring right. it. Right. right. And it's hard. Again, like I know it. it's hard. Like I, I feel oh, like yeah. this whole journey is really like forever, like until kind of oh. the day you die, you're like evolving, I think, or I think you should be. <laughs> yes. Oh, I agree. Unless you have it all figured out, in which case I'm jealous. Episode 44, Lindsay Metzlar of We Met at Acme. The funniest thing is like, and cause you asked like, is it different being in a yeah. relationship? Like I still have, like, I can still bicker or fight with my partner mm-hmm. the way that, like, someone in, like, a relationship that hasn't been defined yet has or of someone course. who's, like, two months in has. Of course. You know? And it's, like, the problem that people, like, get, people, when they get into relationships and they they take themselves too seriously, yeah. is they're like, everything's amazing. Everything's perfect. I am oh, in a relationship God, now. Right, right. And it's, like, that's not, that's not the truth. That's not the truth yeah. at all. And it's funny because... Some of the people, like when you said about the judgmental thing, like with Matthew and I, because we were living, because we were, I moved to New York and we were doing long distance and obviously our situation right now is unconventional. It's not considered the quote norm, whatever the fuck the norm is. And I have friends that would respond in a very um, like, like inquisitive way, like very Mm. curious, just like, oh, okay, this is neat. Tell me more about this. And then I have friends that are very judgmental without thinking they're being, but just the way they ask the question is so Mm -hmm. judgmental. Episode 45, Shani Silver of A Single Serving Podcast. You give to someone, how, when did that shift happen? I think I just got, I got sick of hating my life for a reason that was outside of me rather than inside of me. I didn't want to hate my life anymore. I think like the second like lightning strike moment that I had with it, after I decided that I didn't want to um, put so much effort into like fixing something because I didn't think that there was anything wrong with me. Right. As far as being single, like there's plenty wrong with me otherwise. (laughs) But like as far as being single, single goes, right. there wasn't anything Nothing, wrong right. with me. When I decided that I really had to shift everything about the way that I thought, the way that I approached life, um, I've written about this too. I've, yeah. I bought a coffee table from Target. Okay. Um, the coffee table like weighed as much as me, if not more. The box was two feet taller than me. I went to Target <laughs> to pick it up because I'm an idiot and didn't have Wait, it delivered. Wait, like just walking like as if you could walk at home? Like walking with my legs. I went to Target. And the woman <laughs> who like slid the box out of the closet was like, baby, how are you going to get this home? And I was like, I don't know. I'll figure it out because yeah. I've been figuring Episode 46, musician and singer Madeline Edwards. Well, I've never, I I don't really date people in the industry. Okay. So the only hardship that I've seen in dating is that because I'm always on a platform and because I'm always like in the spotlight and yeah. stuff like that, men feel so emasculated mm. by it. It has been so hard for me really? to meet men that are completely unfazed by my career or the fact that I'm like giving interviews in Washington or giving interviews to people right. like you and right. just like, yeah, like she's feel, just kicking ass. Um, she's doing like her thing. Inferior, like they feel like not threatened, but not good enough or I don't, I don't even know. Like, they, I don't even know what it is. It, but I it think just, maybe huh. it's a mix of just, yeah, feeling inferior yeah. or not good enough or like, or like I'm, always going to be kind of a bigger personality Mm. which in 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 real life i'm actually not a big personality i feel like i just have to be like that episode 47 comedian heather mcmahon 
a weird space because people just see you on Instagram, so they think you're just an Instagram thought, Tiana. Right. But I'm like, no, no, no. I'm a classically trained actor. I just Ooh. happen to start using Instagram as a medium Correct. to like right. put my shit out there. Right. But you've been doing this forever. Since I was a kid. I was a child actor. So if you aren't a child actor, or if you weren't a child actor and you just want to start at like 22 years now, old. listen, like- I say go for it. But just know you have, a lot of people want to get into the business, mm-hmm. but they can't handle criticism. You have to be able to right. like hear the harshest shit about yourself and be able to absorb it and let it roll off your shoulders. So people aren't just saying, no, you didn't get the part. It's like, no, you didn't get the part because. Because your neck's too thick and you've got a lazy but eye. Have like, people sh- actually said. Like, uh, yeah. That's wild. Like, crazy shit. Damn. Okay. Nobody in Hollywood gives a shit. You just have to. Okay. One, you have to be the, smart at business. Yeah. You have to know how to network and you have to know how to hustle. Yes. I Do I think I'm talented? Of course I do. Right. Because I've done the training. But I also think I have also put myself in really smart positions. Mm, so you're smart about it too. Like business savvy. Yeah. And I'm just like smart about like, okay, I know I got to go out here. I got to meet these right. people. If people think that they're going to just become famous from behind their phone, they're not. It's not. Right. This is 1% of it is putting right, stuff out right, there. Right. Right. There's so much more. Like you're... I'm- Episode 48, Hit the Palapu of Row Pharmaceuticals, Hitha on the Go, and Five Smart Reads. I think three or four came in about investing. How sure. to, where to start. And I know you've answered this a lot on your Q&A Fridays, but for those that haven't seen, or for whoever. This will be one of the very first podcast episodes oh, is you... where I will go deep into this. Oh, nice. Okay. Everyone here will get a preview Good. Here we go. So where to start if you want to invest if you have never done it? So, and there's two things that we talk about here yeah. is like just starting to invest your money in the stock market okay. and then investing in companies. Okay. Because they're two very different things. Right. So for the stock market, first is making sure your spending saving kind of allotment will allow for investing in the stock market. Got it. Don't just invest in the stock market blindly and assume you're going to make a whole bunch of money <laughs> right. that can pay your student loan debt or whatnot. So right. I really recommend working with a financial coach. Okay. And one of my portfolio companies is called Snowball Wealth, and they're okay. a digital financial coaching platform that is a really accessible price point, uh-huh. and they do incredible work. They take time to get to Episode 49, Divya Gugnani and Lindsay Ellingson of Wander Beauty. Oh, and I, so, I couldn't do so it. That, so it's really having like your strengths or her weaknesses. Her 100%. It's that we both bring totally different skills yeah. to the table and there's a mutual respect for that. Right. And there's a mutual trust for that. Right. And that's what we just operate by. Like it's literally like I trust her opinion over anyone's opinion every day of the week and twice on Sunday for uh-huh. everything that she does. Amazing. And so that's her domain to like live and die by. And I have that it's inherent to me right. that that's what's going on. And like, she has trust that I'm running the business and yeah. I'm like doing the best I can. And I'm always thinking about, you know, the brand, our team, our people yeah. and mm-hmm. us. You guys are the yeah. best like duo. God. And we've been in it for a long time. <laughs> I was just laughing. We were talking the other day. Like we have so many friends that are like have had hard times or don't get along or yeah. like have left each other. And like, you know, I just think that the key to a successful partnership, there will be ups, there will be downs, mm-hmm. it will be hard. There are times that we don't agree on things. Yeah. Like this is all real stuff, right? right? We're being honest with you. But the reality is that if you have episode 50, Ashley Mills and Mark Mullet of Obey Fitness. Your body moving, it really does save you and it gives you a lot of energy. Yeah. It's funny though. We, we have, um, a lot of people ask about rest days or they'll say, you know, Hey, I I needed a rest day. And so I did it. And, and that's awesome. Great. You're supposed to have a rest day. And and most fitness professionals will tell you that that's really important. Right. Our whole thing is like, even if it's a rest day, do something, whether it's the walk around the block, 
a 10 minute stretch. Like we, we do believe that you should move every day. Every day. It doesn't have to be a hit class yeah. every day. No, but it could be, every it could day. be 10 minute foam rolling. Some, just something just move something. every day. Yeah. And just it's, and that. do it like, I'm so, do you guys watch the bachelorette either of you? I know. No. I think I'm the only no. person out of my no, friends. No, I who feel like do a fucking, like but I'm ask losing me any brain housewives cells. Question and we're, <laughs> no, we're I'm good. literally losing brain cells, but it's on tonight. The, the second part of the finale is on tonight. So I'm like going to work out. Maybe I'll do a bit. Actually, I'm going to work out during it because I'm literally losing brain cells, but I love it. But at least if I'm like doing something. Yeah. Can I tell you my go-tos in those what? situations? Yeah. So we have a great Pilates class. Okay. And with that, you can level up with our sliders, which okay. are inexpensive discs. Episode 51, Sarah Kugelman of Skin Iceland. And I always come back to just like an easy, inexpensive thing, which is sleep. I mean, yeah. it, the baseline is sleep. So if you're sleeping five or six hours a night, it is not enough. Right. And it's not only the quantity of sleep that you get, but it's also when you go to sleep. So let's say you, you're you getting seven hours, but you're going to bed at you know 1 a.m. and you're getting up at 8 a.m. That is not as efficient of a right. sleep as if you're going to bed at 10 o'clock and you're waking up. Um, you know, at 5 a.m., let's say, um, right. it's a different kind of sleep. So because of the time of day, um, because of the time of night, like apparently or- you sleep the deepest and get the most restful sleep, um, like somewhere between 10 p.m. and and midnight. Wow. Um, yeah, which is I learned that. You know, I don't even remember where I learned yeah. that, but um, I think just reading along the way and researching. Um, so it's just not only you know the quantity, but the quality of the sleep that you get, and that really. Episode 52 is a solo episode. I did it on the things you should not do on Instagram and Instagram stories and posting them every second of the day. We don't need to see that. We don't need to see when you're at the Grand Canyon. We can see one photo. Like, that's beautiful. The Grand Canyon's wonderful. I actually have not been, but it's wonderful. Like, lovely, the Grand Canyon. But we don't need to see it from 107 angles. We don't need to see a photo of you and then you and your husband and then you and your husband and your sister and then you and your husband and your sister and his cousin's brother's mother's wife's child. Like, we don't need to see every version of the photo. Like, episode 53, Lauren McGoodwin of Career Contessa. People who have the same values as you or your company that is that's better for the long term culture fit is really good for the social side but obviously businesses are one part relationships and the other part is like getting work done right 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 that's a good I like that's a good piece of advice because it can be challenging like you almost sometimes I feel would I mean I've never managed a team I've had like an intern but I've I you know you you like them so you want to bring them on but it's like okay wait this is a this is a work environment right <laughs> so okay. I'm just- and I think if you're gonna do what I just said with like have values like hire based off of values fit you have to understand what your values are and you have to be able to articulate them or maybe even write them down and make sure when people are coming in for an interview they read that first you know like the the more information you can give people, the better job you'll do at hiring the right person long-term. And honestly, I think a lot of people, as you know, like starting businesses, there's so much stuff to do and people hate taking the time for the processes, the, you know, the document. Episode 54, Kate Kennedy of Be There in Five. And that's a weird other thing with the creative process is committing to those waves because sometimes they're so fruitful yep. and while they, they're, but they're kind of distracting mm-hmm. and I don't know. Yeah. I have, I have yeah, a lot of thoughts about this because I, it, I hate being self-conscious about it, but the bottom line is I am because right, I just don't know how to 
succinctly explain exactly well and I almost feel I don't know if you've noticed this like with some of my friends not the one the ones that are in a creative industry they get it like we jive on that level that's great but the ones that are the more corporate finance whatever it is I almost notice they don't really ask about my work anymore because I think they just don't get it or I don't know it's very strange totally I think it's it's been an interesting learning process for me where most people like, you know, a making friends as an adult is, is hard, but B, a lot of your friends come from work. Mm-hmm. And when you're self-employed, you're in this weird situation of isolation. And I almost had to learn to like reach out to people like on Instagram yep. and it, it ha- that have digital presences because that's kind of your trade. And to befriend people in this trade is, has been. Episode 55, Andrea Levoff of Dope Ass Mom. Yeah, I think it's really, it's really healthy. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so. In terms of um, advice, so I have a lot of new mothers that um, I'm friendly with that are followers and listeners. What, if you could give any advice, like the top piece of advice for a new mother who's never had a child before, this is her first one, what would it be? Probably to let yourself off the hook. Mm -hmm. Like it's so hard and no one is perfect. No one is perfect. And it's, you're not going to do it perfectly. Like your kids are going to be like, I don't know, messed up. (laughs) (laughs) And it may be because of you and it might not be because of you. It's just, it's funny. You see like people who are siblings and I'm sure you've noticed this, how you experience like your mom completely different Mm -hmm. from your sibling. Mm -hmm. And she's the same person, you know (laughs) what I mean? It's it's all through our own filter. So, and when you have new kids, I think they're just, you have the hormones going on and you're just trying to figure out if you're doing it all right. And you don't want to make a mistake. And Episode 56 was our live show along with Jewel the Bee and Lindsay Metzler. Hijackers. Because yeah. well, they felt like they yes. had to spend every second with yes. me. And I was like, get the fuck out of my apartment. Like, <laughs> it, I, you I needed can't. a break. You needed a break. I and you can't. Yeah. They're visiting for 48 hours. Right. They're visitors. Yes. Yeah. You that. have to entertain visitors. Yep. Yep. It really annoyed me. And then like I would go there and I'd be like, this is. Like, get me the fuck out of your apartment. Right. <laughs> and it was just like, the balance yeah. didn't work for me. I think it takes a certain person. And, yeah. I, and, then, right? and then the other one, I just didn't trust them at all. So oh, well, like that, that, then that's definitely done. Yeah, that was Bye. terrible. Yeah. Deal breaker, as you do on your polls, red flag or deal breaker. Deal, deal breaker. breaker. We don't recommend it. It's really what it I guess it sounds like it worked. <laughs> no, I I see how it worked for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because you took a massive like break and refell. Yeah, I moved back to New York. Like, yeah. what's so bad about you? Right, but but yes, yeah, so, I mean, how to ch- it's challenges. Um, how to get over someone you know isn't good for you, but you just can't shake him or her. Who wants to start? Not me. You know, I'm not even I looking. I got you, girl. Yeah, Jules, Jules just said, I'll start. Okay. I um, forgot my glasses. Oh, yeah, you said to remind you. <laughs> um, by the way, if anyone's, like, thirsty, like, definitely go up and get a drink. You're not offending us if you get Please up and get a drink. get a like, drink. might do that. Oh, I, I see. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so how to get over someone you know isn't good for you but can't shake him. Um, if you know in your gut and in your instinct is that he's not good for you, it's more. Episode 57. Politics for Dummies with David Helfenbein. Why is he doing that? Well, one of the reasons that he won was because he tapped into this this populism, this feeling, uh, this anger that a lot of people seem to have. Um, and but what was that anger that he tapped into? I think into? the anger was that a lot of people were frustrated that government wasn't working for them. But the government's never going to please everyone. Tr- truly, right? and th- and that's a feeling that people have, you know, every time. But he he 
during the election, he spoke to people in a certain way that they felt empowered by what he was saying, that he could go in there and, as he said, quote, drain the swamp, change things up, and uh, make government work for them. Whereas he, he then painted Secretary Clinton as, you know, more of this is the same type politician okay. that we've always had. Got it. And so, oh God, I don't know how to ask this in a politically correct way, so I might end up cutting this part. But then why <laughs> I feel like, um, God, this is, I don't mean any disrespect by this at all. I'm literally really just doesn't. taking things from the new or what I see. Why is it said sometimes, or I've read sometimes, maybe on Twitter, that's where I get my news, that like less episode 58 was another solo episode. I talked about therapy, my story, and your questions. Um, so you could go, you don't have to figure out what you want to go for. You really could just go and say, you know, you don't know if you have something specific to talk about. They'll ask you the questions about your familial, you know, your, your family history and background, your upbringing. Um, if you're in a relationship about the partner, if you're not in a relationship, maybe about if you're dating someone about them, um, or if you're not in a relationship, just, just things about you and maybe people you've dated in the past or your friends. And they will ask you all the questions and trust me, there will be things to talk about. Just trust me. If you're an adult listening to this, you've lived at least a couple decades, you have things to talk about. Uh, next, what style therapy do you partake in? Um, I think I mentioned this actually a little in when I was explaining my background of therapy. It's talk therapy. Um, I honestly can't even speak much to CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, I've heard great things. Uh, and maybe there's part of that that I do. I Honestly, I don't know enough about it, but mine's talk therapy. And I fucking love it. Um, next, how do you find a good therapist? The way I found Stephanie is actually, was actually through one of my best friends, uh, who went to her, I guess went slash goes to her and she found her through Facebook. And I don't know the details of that, but I know it wasn't in a Facebook group or anything. I think it was literally scrolling her feed and someone mentioned her as like a great therapist, but something very random like that. Obviously that might not be the norm that people are. Episode 59, designer and entrepreneur, Kendall Hannah. Yes. And there are certain things I'm understanding are very divisive, which are anything that causes like envy, yep. anything that's like about money, anything like that is like that divides people instead of connects people. And so that's made me a lot more sensitive about so those things. That's amazing. Yeah. So will you talk a little bit about White Buffalo for those that don't know? Is it still, I know because you were the kind of the head, is it still going on or? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So when I moved, I moved from, uh, like, I'll give you a little background of how yeah. it started yeah, yeah. to kind of understand the feeling of it. Um, so when I moved to Houston, I moved from Austin and I went to Houston, like kicking and screaming. I wanted to stay in Austin. Oh. Um, but, um, moved to Houston and, uh, I was working a job where everyone, um, like I was still a creative entrepreneur. So when you're a creative entrepreneur, as you know, like, you know, too, but right. a lot of the people that you deal with are clients, not, mm -hmm. not friends there. Um, and so I was talking to all these people and like working with them, but I was like, I don't have any like episode 60 artist, Ashley Longshore. I mean, my, my best advice is this. The only person I will spend every fucking moment of my life with is me. Mm -hmm. And I'm never going to get anywhere by going, you suck. You're not skinny enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not young enough. You're not a good painter. 
what if they don't like it? What if people hate me? What if I'm awkward? You know, all of that fear and negativity just seeps into everything. Yeah. Yeah. I Like, for example, right now, I could tell you, you know, what time is it? It's 11, 11, 11, 11, which is a magical number right now. 11, 11 p.m. right now here in New York City. I could tell you right now, since the moment that I woke up, a bunch of bad fucking shit that's happened. I could tell you why my day fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. Or I can sit here and make the conscious decision to go, I am with my team. Yep. It's not yep. raining outside. I've got opportunities to talk to people like you. I've got uh, meetings this afternoon. I've got a day full of endless opportunity to be positive, optimistic, and to fucking learn something. Mm -hmm. I believe in the power of today. Episode 61, another solo episode, my thoughts on Peloton's recent commercial. The first point about the fact that he gave her exercise equipment and that can be offensive. I just didn't see it like that. Like, I would love it if Matthew gifted me the Peloton. In fact, I would I would more than love it. I would be thrilled. Um, I, I do use the Peloton. I'm a very big fan of the Peloton. I don't own one, though. It, it They just have a room of them at the um, club gym I go to. So, but yeah, if Matthew, like, gifted me one for our home, I'd be thrilled. Um, I would not be offended by it. I How I took it is that the girl asked for the Peloton for her, not for her birthday, for the holidays. Like it was on her Christmas list. Like she had been dying for this, this piece of equipment and he got it for her and surprised her. And like, oh my God, that is so amazing. Like that's how I took it. Like she had asked for this or she had talked about it or maybe she's a, she frequents soul cycle a lot or flywheel or one of those other ones and has been spending all this money. And so this might be a good investment or maybe she's training for some marathon. I mean, who knows? I just, in my mind saw it as, oh my gosh, like she's been asking for the Peloton and he surprised her with it. Like that's really actually fucking cool. Episode 62 with Peloton Master Instructor Cody Rigsby. Absolutely. And that's what we have to – we have to understand that we can, we can we can show up every day and be our best. But our best is going to be different every time we show up. Like yeah. you're not going to – maybe you ate a bunch of junk the, the, the night before. Maybe you didn't get enough sleep. Maybe you're going through a breakup. Maybe you have something going on at work. Maybe your kids – like, you, you know, there's so many things. So much. But there's so much – power in showing up and being easy on yourself, loving yourself a little bit to be like, you know what, this is my best today. I'm okay with that. And tomorrow it might, you know, you might get higher numbers, you might get lower numbers, but I'm showing up and staying accountable to myself. Right. I love that. And you, you just mentioned like, you know, you might've eaten junk food or whatever the night before. What are you a, like a super, super healthy eater? Like, do you not, what's your kind of uh, whole world when it comes to food? You know, I, I want to get, I want to be like super raw with this is that like food is like something that I also, I don't want to even say struggle with, yeah. but it's like. And episode 63, here we are. I hope you guys enjoyed that trip down memory lane and enjoyed, you know, hearing bits and pieces of uh, all the episodes of 2019. It was definitely fun for me. I hope it was fun for you. And with that, Thank you all so much again. Happy New Year, and I'll see you in 2020.